I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing, that it was all started by a mouse. Well, hello out there in podcast land. This is Beyond the Mouse podcast, part of NPR Illinois Community Voices and also the Front Row Network. I'm Brett, your host today. Yes, it's my turn. I get to do it. It's but I have but I have help today. I'm very excited to have B Bonner with us today. Hello, it is the BNB show today. It is I'm the so B and B show. I that was a great name. I'm glad you thought of that. We are going to be talking with Benjamin Rahala, and he is working on Disney Princess the concert and bringing that all over well all over the world and oh can't wait to hear all about that but he is but he is our guest today and we're going to talk about him okay b what are you most looking forward to i just want to hear what's coming up i got to see the concert in peoria last Mm -hmm. year and so i'm excited to see what's new and you know i am a villain at heart and i hate to say that (laughs) i am a villain so anytime a disney villain yeah i am a disney villain y'all so anytime you can bring a a villain song to the disney princesses i'm like Mm. yes and who doesn't want to hear susan egan okay come on i know oh my gosh (laughs) it's uh, they have a wonderful cast but i'm very excited to talk to benji as he likes to be called, I understand, and and find out all of the all of the great information and you know kind of behind the scenes because you know how much we love <laughs> behind the scenes here at Beyond the Mouse. We love it. You love so, it. Yeah, Let's talk so, to the fairy godfairy. That's got to be a story. I think that's great. That's great. Well, enough about us. Let's get right to our interview with Benjamin Rahala. Well, hello, and we want to welcome Benjamin Rahula to Beyond the Mouse. We're thrilled that you can join us. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for having me. I am thrilled to be here. Well, that's great. That's great. Well, you're the musical supervisor, co-creator of Disney Princess, the concert, which has been thrilling audiences internationally since October of 2021. Can you tell us a little bit about your work with Disney Princess, the concert? Benji? Oh my gosh, of course. Disney Princess, the concert, you know, actually we started with Disney in October of 2021, but we started as a tiny cabaret show in New York City called Broadway Princess Party back in 2015. Yes. So we're in our ninth year at this point. And, you know, it started very innocently as me calling up a bunch of girlfriends and saying, do you want to put on some pretty dresses and sing some of our favorite princess songs? <laughs> and um, it sort of organically grew and grew and um, eventually, yeah, did catch the attention of the mouse. And um, through connections from our lovely executive producer, Susan Egan, it sort of developed its way during the pandemic into the wonderful concert tour that we've gotten to do now in, I believe, 16 countries. You know, it's wow. been... And it's been the journey of a lifetime. I mean, that is the, that's the short version. I can tell you the long fairy tale, but it is a full Disney fairy tale. You, you would think somebody made it up if I told you the whole story. Wow. Well, um, we'll get into that, I'm <laughs> sure. But yes, but actually, we have the absolute pleasure of speaking with Susan Egan shortly after the concert was announced. And, oh, and yes, I know. And so, and we were talking to her about, uh, about Broadway Princess Party. Um, and you know, yeah, and how it sort of uh, came together. But now we need your version because you were there from the beginning. But mm-hmm. but we've also had the chance to speak with Cindy Winters, who is going mm-hmm. to be joining everyone here at UIS Sangamon Auditorium. So it's three of you that are going to be at UIS Auditorium and here on this part of the tour. Oh, we also oh okay, I loved it. Uh, we spoke with <laughs> Annalisa Vanderpool too, which love her, she, isn't she? She's incredible. not going to be on this. Oh my god. 
gosh. She was, well, I told her in the interview, she's my new favorite person. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, <laughs> because I mean, yeah, it's such a wonderful energy and I, I loved that. Now she's not going to be joining us, but I'm sure I'm still going to love everything about Disney Princess, the concert. So, but you mentioned um, Broadway Princess Party. When did you join Susan in the creative process? Was this your sure. idea? To, this was um, your idea? This was, it was my idea. And then very, oh um, very quickly after its sort of inception, which was on a plane ride back from Orlando. <laughs> oh, really? Um, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, Laura Osnes came to my birthday party and I, I said to her, I was like, would you ever want to join me for a concert of like all of our girlfriends singing princess songs? And she was like, yeah, whenever. Sounds fun. Oh, wow. And about five months later, um, I at the time was an original programming producer at 54 Below, which right, just meant yes. that I had to put on two performances of a new show every month to sort of, you know. Oh, uh, my gosh. That was yes. my gig. And okay. so it came uh-huh. to August of 2015, and I was supposed to do a reunion concert of a musical, and the director became unavailable and needed to push that to October. So I called okay. Laura and I said, hey, girl, um, well, remember that princess idea we talked about in March? Mm-hmm. What would you think about coming on with me? And we'll just do it with the piano. It'll be so cute. You know, maybe an hour later, I had sent her a song list of what I thought would be in the show, and she sent me back <laughs> a document that was all of our best friends' faces next to what princess they would play with the songs <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah, and all of yes. those girls said yes. Oh wow. And it was meant to be sort of a one night only little concert where we played dress yes. up and the YouTube videos ended up gaining yes. traction because everyone oh, loves sure. these songs and yes. especially when these songs are performed well by amazing people, you know, that's amazing, yes. What who doesn't love that? That happened. And then also when we did the night, we found that the women were so inspired by each other because they are so often auditioning against each other or there's one Mm -hmm. princess in the show and Mm -hmm. what happened was when you got 15 of them together they got to celebrate how different each one of them actually are exactly yeah and what they all bring to the table and so it became kind of a sisterhood um that's and so when susan got involved we started doing you know maybe once every six months we would perform it yes it had a run yes yes Uh and so by the end of 2016 um i remember i was doing fiddler on the roof on broadway and Adam J. Levy, who eventually became our prince, but he had just graduated from college and he was doing a sort of a homecoming concert in California. And Susan wanted to sing a duet with him, um, who Susan who I had not met yet, but they didn't want to sing a love song. And so he called me saying, do you have anything that we could do? Do you have any ideas? And I said, you know what? I have a beautiful arrangement of No One Is Alone from Into the Woods that Aww. I think would be beautiful as that mm-hmm. sort of energy. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I made them tracks, you know, I helped them rehearse. Mm-hmm. And then sure. uh, I remember getting FaceTimed by Adam during intermission at Fiddler on the Roof. And it was it was him and Susan Egan. And, Rob, uh, you know, my first Broadway show was Beauty and the Beast. And so for oh, me, I was like, uh, oh, you know, this is and great. Yeah. The story there actually is um, I went to see Beauty and the Beast. My grandmother brought me and my reaction to Beauty and the Beast was that actually I'm in my parents' room. So in this corner of my parents' room, I came home, I would put on the cassette tape of the cast album, I would drape a blanket over two chairs and pretend to play the piano to home, which is Belle's big solo in Beauty and the Beast. And I begged for piano lessons and in this room. (laughs) Oh, wow. Um, And that is so, you know, for me, Susan Egan being like, your arrangement is beautiful. I was like, oh my gosh, (laughs) sure, yes, that is nice. Totally. Yeah. And so, and because of that, then, you know, I, Susan and I were a little bit in touch and mm-hmm. we were planning a big show in January of 2017. And I got up the courage and I was like, 
hey, would you ever want to come be a super special guest at Broadway Princess Party? Mm -hmm. And you, know, you can sing Belle, you can sing Meg. It'll be so fun. Mm -hmm. um, and she said yes, which was wild. Oh, wow. Um, yes. Because her daughter wanted to come see Hamilton and it was Broadway Con weekend and this or that. There were a couple oh, things yeah. that sort of sure. melded together. Aligned there, yes. And so it was like, oh my gosh, it was going to be, I, in my head, it's January 29th of 2017. Couldn't tell you. That's but what okay, happened yeah. was... <laughs> Always a bump of the road. Her husband um, had to have emergency back surgery. Oh, no. And so she couldn't come, which was oh. also devastating because I was like, oh my gosh, how do you, you can't replace Susan Egan. She's literally Susan Egan. Right. Um, but, you know, bless Rob. And sure. Rob is a genius entertainment mogul who has been so helpful in bringing Broadway Princess Party to these next stages and through all sure. of the mm -hmm. wild corporate adventure it's been mm -hmm. on. Mm -hmm. um, but so Rob actually is a hero. But at the time I was like, oh, Rob, take better care of your back. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. But she came to, uh, she did eventually bring her daughter to see Hamilton in April. And she joined us for a music video shoot. Um, and so I gathered a bunch of the girls together and, you know, she and I did a special arrangement of How Does a Moment Last Forever from Beauty and the Beast, the live action, because that had just mm -hmm. come out. It was very in the zeitgeist at the moment. Mm -hmm. And sure. she does a beautiful Beauty and the Beast medley that we still do in the show. And all the girls wow. joined her for the title number. And it was just really, um, we just connected, you know, all oh, of us really absolutely. connected beautifully. And That's so great. we've been asked to do Broadway Princess Party. Sorry, you are getting the long version, but this is the That's history. Okay. No, I'll take, uh, you, take your time. We take love your time. Disney Dish. Are you kidding me? I know we'll exactly. How does it sure. happen? How does the sausage get made? That December, we had been asked to do Broadway Princess Party in Costa Mesa, California, just outside mm -hmm. of Disneyland. Mm -hmm. And we knew we couldn't travel with 14 girls. And so we were going to travel with three. And basically, we were at the time, Susan was living in Huntington Beach nearby. Sure. And so she said, you're playing Psycho Show. That's amazing. I was like, well, would you yeah. want to come be a, a guest? Wouldn't that be fun? And she said yes. And that was incredible. But what happened at the time, that was set to be Laura Osnes, Courtney Reed, Broadway's original Princess Jasmine, one of my mm -hmm. business partners as well, and Adrienne Warren, um, who won the Tony Award for playing Tina Turner in Tina, the Tina mm -hmm. Turner musical. Right. Um, but she had, uh, before December came around, she was cast in the Tina show, and she would be in London rehearsing mm -hmm. and workshopping that musical. Oh, sure. And so, you know, <laughs> I was like, well, let me just call Susan and see if she'd be willing to, you know, yeah. Get you or learn some harmonies and, and do the whole more. thing, and she'll mm -hmm. probably say no, but whatever. And she was like, "Sounds like fun." Oh my god! There you go. That there you go. Great. Wow, that <laughs> is that totally. is great. And so it got to it was December of 2017, and up until that point, Broadway Princess Party had been all the girls being like, "Hey, Ariel, how'd you get here?" And it was like, "Oh, oh you know, right. I went yeah. swimming up from the blah 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 blah." And Pocahontas, right. how'd you get here? I was canoeing for the through the fjords with Anna. You know, it right. was uh -huh. camp. And right. what it became yes. then was it was like, well, we have to perform as ourselves. You know, this is Laura, right. Susan mm -hmm. and Courtney. Right. And it became uh, very impactful, which in a way we didn't realize because mm -hmm. these are the women on their albums. Sure. These are the women sure. who really played those princesses. And so, you know, when Susan talked about recording Megariah and when she talked about breaking her arm, playing Belle or, you know, when Courtney talks about riding the magic carpet or the carpet breaking down, right. these are the women who really did it. Sure, and sure. It actually, it deepened the show in a way that none of us Absolutely. expected and made it feel oh, very sure. emotional. And so Susan's husband and her sort of saw the people's reaction to the show uh -huh. and they had a meeting with me and Laura and they said, we think you should take this further, you know, we think sure. you should really yeah. try oh, sure. to travel this around and... We spent from the summer of 2018 until March of 2020 
touring mm-hmm. as Broadway Princess Party. And because Robert, Susan's husband, his company owns like Hollywood Improv and that whole sect of things. We would play mm-hmm. performing arts centers. And in, in then when we would have a booking like that, we would fill out the dates with comedy clubs. Oh, and sure. so mm-hmm. we'd be in these big 1000 seat theaters. And then sometimes we'd be with 150 seats with oh, me wow. with a piano with a squeaky little pedal and sometimes <laughs> with wired mics. Um, because the, the magic at the end of the day is the intimacy sure. and these incredible sure. women. Absolutely. Um, but when Disney got involved which you think like oh no was it a cease and desist what was it no 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 no. it had oh, been um yeah. we'd had so, a couple sort of what i thought were close calls where i would meet tom schumacher at an event or oh, yes, there'd be uh-huh. like an event uh, like disney's 25th anniversary on broadway where mm-hmm. krista rodriguez who played megara in shakespeare in the parks version of hercules right mm-hmm. and susan sang an arrangement i had done for broadway princess party of i won't say i'm uh-huh. in love together and i was like invited into the room and the rehearsal i was like oh i'm really close to the flame now you know what i mean it's like yeah. we're really in here yeah and I was like, does this mean they're approving of us what does it mean mm-hmm. you know and wow. i actually remember also that year there was a big celebration of alan menken at carnegie hall mm-hmm. and it was with the new york pops and so Tom Schumacher was there. They had a table, obviously, but that was the first time I met Jody Benson, the legend herself. Oh wow! And would you believe I'm a Little Mermaid boy, you know? And the sure. first thing she said to me, she came out to me and she's like, "Well, when am I doing your concert, sir?" And I said, "Oh, oh my <laughs> gosh! Anytime you Correct. want." Um, yes. Here's here's my date book. Pick a date, you know, like whatever yeah. you want, Jody. But Tom was kind that night too, and so I was like, oh, "Okay," but in. Yeah. About, let's see, October of 2019. So actually just after Jody had performed with us for the first time, mm-hmm. we got asked um, if we could come perform some symphony concerts in Abu Dhabi in the Middle East. Wow. Yes. And oh, wow. I was like, wow, sounds great. But Can like, we? Sure. Yeah, yeah, good question. Because, you know, the real tea of it is Broadway Princess Party was legal because we were only a piano and we played venues that had ASCAP rights, which are music rights that right. every venue sure. individually pays for. And mm-hmm. we weren't using Disney in the marketing. You know, we could, we were yeah. allowed to say Susan, who played Belle in Beauty and the Beast because that right. is her credit, right. but mm-hmm. it was not Disney Princess Party. But um, as soon as there's a symphony chart involved, that means like you have to pay for the rights for the symphony chart rental, this or that. Right. Susan has been doing symphony concerts for ages um, and renting from Disney. She called up her usual person and she said, I know I usually ask for the Bell song and the Megara song, but I'm wondering what would the rate be for, you know, maybe 22 songs and could you cut us a deal? <laughs> oh my gosh. And of course that guy said, that's above my pay grade. I'm going to have to pass you over the food chain. <laughs> and um, what ended up happening was we got a phone call that said, we think you all are asking for too little. We think wow. you should be asking for the animation. Oh, we think you should be asking wow. for our help in marketing. And we think you should partner with us because we think you would be great for us and we would be great for you. Right on, right on. Yeah, there, that's an answer. <laughs> yeah, oh my which gosh. at the time, what we didn't know, um, and of course this took a lot of shape, but they were planning the ultimate princess celebration, which was meant yes. to launch, you know, middle mm-hmm. of 2020. Mm-hmm. And they wanted to have a concert component, but they didn't feel like they had the bandwidth to do it. So they had their eyes on us and they were like, those people, they Mm -hmm. seem to know what's going on. Awesome. Um, Oh, wow. You know, and so it was like this amazing moment of synergy. And so we entered into negotiations for a while. And I remember doing a Broadway Princess holiday party tour. And then Susan and I went to Disney World and we did some corporate event that was in one of the hotels. I'm trying to remember Mm -hmm. what 
it particularly mm-hmm. was, but um, sure. it was a meeting of Disney executives of some sort. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, we were going to the park that night and we got a call that it looked like the Disney deal was going to go through. And so we're like, oh my gosh, this is the, the best secret time. ever. And it's yes. Disney right. and, and the it holidays. Happens you know? here. Yes. But Walt so, Disney but World. we yeah. get to Magic Kingdom and we're like posting funny things. We're like, it was like I think Star Wars, like that, that like the Millennium Falcon and stuff had just sort of opened oh, sure. up that whole mm-hmm. area. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we were having a good time there and posting on Instagram. And Jody Benson texts me and she says, "Are you in the park right now?" Yes. <laughs> I was like, I, "I certainly am. Are you in the park?" Yes. And so the day that we really found out things were looked like they were moving forward that the last thing I did in the park that day was Jody came and met us at the fireworks in our little VIP oh. area of the fireworks. And we all watched the fireworks in magic kingdom together. Oh I mean, it was like, that is perfect. It is I know. That magic. And, and of yes. course, and I'll tell you then, you know, so lawyers, 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 you know, it's right. all getting I'm the sure. deal just right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we signed the deal. It's March 4th of 2020, which is my birthday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm at the Kelly Clarkson show and Selena Gomez is a guest. And I get the call when I get out that like, it's a go, like things are good, check. You know, Disney, the executives had just come to see us do Broadway Princess Party three days before in Mm -hmm. New York. And so it felt like it was real, but you know, the the data line had not been signed on. But on my birthday, the data line got signed (gasps) on. And I was like, oh, March of 2020, this is the beginning of the best year of my life. Oh gosh, (laughs) well, little did you know, honey. (laughs) Yes, almost. Oh my gosh. And so we were meant to launch the show June of 2020 in Abu Dhabi but we ended up you know it was supposed to be fall tour 2021 north america that had gotten right. pushed a little bit so we started the america tour january 2022 but we launched in riyadh in saudi arabia of okay. all places sure. um, october 1st of 2021 wow and spent wow. the whole that pandemic a- like every day working on different orchestra charts working with a team to edit the animation assets working with Disney's diversity and inclusion chapter, you know, talking wow. about the best ways to talk about these princesses sure, to include yeah. them. Gosh, I mean, all sorts of just, and like well, different the... meetings with princess franchise about the ways they want to talk about these characters, the ways sure. they want to move away from them. And it was you know a weird time, but amazing to have that amount of time to get to know exactly. everyone at this incredible company right. and really right. develop the show right. Because what you hear in the show, you hear, for example, in, when we're touring in performing arts centers, like we're about to do. I'm playing mm-hmm. the piano, but you hear me playing along with an orchestra I conducted in mm-hmm. Nashville. And they were right. custom symphony arrangements that we did of all of these songs that are subtle mashups of different reprises and different mm-hmm. things I love from each movie. Mm-hmm. And we had the time to really build it from scratch, which we never would have if it weren't for the pandemic. Right. Now, I'm sure. not going to be caught on record saying I'm grateful for that time off because right. I was poor yeah. and living with my parents and sure. we didn't know if I'd ever have a career. But exactly for the development of this show, it was a really um it was it was incredible great. for the yes, show it was great well i'm sure b has a question but she's had the opportunity to see the concert yes. when it was in Peoria. yes but yeah b if you'd like to go ahead with your questions <laughs> oh first of all i just had a great time when i came to peoria i was sitting next to the cutest little girls next to me and it made uh our friend vanessa 
crying. I was just sitting there like, this is emotional. This is a lot. Mm -hmm. But, you know, clearly, like you were just saying, this has spanned beyond a one night concert that you were just hoping to do. And to hear about all the changes and just the different things you've been able to accomplish with this, it makes me so excited. But you've been doing this for a little while now since we've, you know, kind of been working on this for a few years. So I'm kind of wondering what is, what are the main differences from last year's tour or even, you know, what's happened in the past and what we'll see this year coming up at like UIS and the Fox and Rosemont. Sure. Well, we've gotten to, um, I think there are about five new songs coming into the show, which mm -hmm. I'll just fully spoiler alert for you guys. So um, yes. we've got we've got a big villains medley, which has been very exciting. <gasps> don't um, don't say that now. Don't say that. <laughs> don't make me have to come back. <laughs> Um, yes. um, for our prince, we gave him a solo. I built him sort of a Disney heroes medley. So that's got some uh, Hercules, Quasimodo, Kristoff, and a little bit of Aladdin, yes. um, which is very oh, wow. exciting. Yeah. Let's see. I've done, <laughs> because we represent all the Disney princesses and queens, I did do a short arrangement of Lead the Way, which is the credit song from Raya and the Last Dragon. Yes. Oh, you know sure. What? Yeah. Exactly. I will not be caught. Represent. You know, we're exactly. always in these interviews saying we celebrate all the Disney princesses and queens. Well, I was like, well, then we're going to get Raya and the Last Dragon into exactly. this show because she <laughs> had her coronation last year and it's her moment, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, what do we add? Uh, uh, an arrangement I love of Just Around the Riverbend from Pocahontas, which is a trio oh, for the girls. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, and then a tree arrangement I'm very excited about. I worked on Wish, um, right, uh, yes. the film. And so we get to do a very beautiful trio arrangement of this Wish from the film that we just got permission to do truly like two weeks oh, ago. Wow. And I was hoping and saying and praying and preaching and praying and saying and praying. And we were allowed to do it. And we got Good. to debut it last weekend. Mm -hmm. um, and it was just so, it was very emotional for me just remembering Absolutely. working on the film and having these girls who I care about so much sing the song. Right. You know, and Ariana DeBose, the voice of Asha, is my probably my best friend, one of my closest friends oh, in the world. Uh -huh. And so get to getting to like evoke her in that way in this show too is really um special to me. So that's yeah, the one I'm most awesome. excited about. Mm -hmm. Um and then uh because we're out there with 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 three princesses this time, which is very Harkening back to Broadway Princess Party, right? Mm -hmm. um, I've gotten to sort of um, go back to the harmonies a little bit and look at them, and you know, add some extra harmony different places. And um, actually, you know, another number I'm excited about. We have a classic princess medley that we've done, which is Snow White, Cinderella, and Sleeping Beauty. Oh. It used to be maybe three minutes on the last tour, but I originally mm -hmm. wrote it as a four and a half minute number but it just was when we tried it in Riyadh it was feeling too long but now it's a trio and so I've added harmony throughout it mm -hmm. and we get to do not just like this the you know the standard classic songs but we get sing sweet nightingale in there we get I wonder oh. I'm wishing oh. with a smile and a song oh you know my these gosh. really That's nostalgic wonderful. beautiful songs sure, that have yes. beautiful orchestrations um so I get really excited about that too just because you know, because what I love about the show is right. It's paradise for Disney lovers who are our age. You right. know, yes. And oh, so, sure. Yeah. You know, Thank and you. exactly. And we don't <laughs> want to just hear, you know, party road press play. We want the reprise. You know, yes. if we're doing how far I'll go, we want some of song of the ancestors. You know, if you're gonna do a medley from Cinderella, sing something weird. Sing swing sweet nightingale. <laughs> you know, like sweet, yeah. sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Why not? You're gonna yeah. spend two hours with the Disney princesses. Let's give you some of the deep cuts too. Ex well, I was gonna say well, too. 
really yeah. sounds like, even though for somebody like me that saw it already, there's so much freshness that you bring to it with these different arrangements and these new songs. You can go see it again or as many times as you need to. Yeah. And the cast is, you know, um, in the in Springfield, actually, Susan Egan will be with us, which is yes. very exciting. Yes. So mm -hmm. I know she was not in Peoria last time. So that's thrilling. Cindy Winters, who is just an icon and a classic. Oh, so, I love um, her so much. She's we love. Great. And then a singer I'm so excited about. Her name is Hiba El Sheik. She's one of my mm -hmm. best friends from London. She was oh, Princess wow. Jasmine in Australia. She's currently uh, finishing her run in Time Traveler's Wife in London. She finishes February 24th and she's coming right here. It's wow. this wow. incredible voice. Oh, it's like a blend of pop rock and musical theater mm -hmm. in a way that is just soaring and thrilling. Tumbling, freewheeling through an endless ha -ha. Diamond sky of her voice. Oh my gosh! Yes. Um, and uh, and let me think. Actually, this is like some insider tea. But I do Ooh, believe. Thank you. We're all for that. that. Um, Absolutely. The first couple of weeks of the tour, because we are in two places at once when the tour launches. We're going to be doing a stint in South Korea and Japan at the same time. Oh so, wow! I can tell you quietly that Bradley yes. Gibson, um, you know Hercules in the live in the live action in the stage play, also. Sure. Um, Simba from The Lion King on Broadway uh, will mm -hmm. be joining us for the first couple of weeks. Well, that is oh, so wow. exciting. Well, thank uh, you for oh sharing the news gosh. with us. I mean, yes. of course. It's like, it's, it's certainly any day now, it'll sort of creep out, but I'll, I'll let it be okay. a soft burn. You know yeah, what I mean? Well, like, it'll be, yes, we'll know before everyone, but then by the time this is released, it might be out there. But see, we still heard it first. So thank you for <laughs> exactly. that. Exactly. Exactly. Thank insider you for that. info. D oh, insider. Love those. Love we those. love it. We love it so but it, much. <laughs> but it seems so interesting that joining Disney Princess the concert and see the world. I'm like going, had you ever had have you ever traveled that extensively for work before? No, and what have oh been goodness. some of your I, favorite experiences? I mean, you've seen to, the uh, world. Totally. We just I can show you the world. We'll do the princess concert. They, sure. They really did. Oh my gosh. I mean, I spent from the end of September to the beginning of December throughout Australia and then um throughout basically Southeast Asia and mm -hmm. I mean, I, you know, points? just being like, do you have points on your oh, air? I, oh my gosh. Honey, she's got status, she's got miles, you know. But Australia was my favorite thing that we've ever gotten to do. Wow. You know, that was just mm -hmm. really, I don't know, the culture there is beautiful. It was amazing food. It was beautiful weather at that time of year. And, Good. Yeah. Um, and even what was amazing, actually, the Southeast Asia tour was that we were not just in a different city every day, but in different countries, you know, right. every time we wow. went to a new place. Sure. And so, we really got to learn so much about each culture and mm -hmm. their different types of food. And I got a lot more adventurous about trying different foods, which oh, is wow. not my reputation, right. yes. <laughs> but I did get better about it. You know, what's amazing is actually how similar the audiences can be. I bet. You know, oh, how wow. much everybody cares for this music and loves this music. And mm -hmm. even when they're used to the dub versions, they sing along to let it go in English. You know, it's oh. like, <laughs> mm -hmm. there's an incredible feeling there. And, um, I think my favorite place we played, funnily enough, was we were in Jakarta, Indonesia, and it was as if we were doing the Eros tour and we were Taylor Swift. Like everybody was, <laughs> they were singing along full volume. Like we would transition between reprises and songs and medleys, and people would cheer for the transitions and medleys. Oh, you know, wow. they were they were all on their phones. They were filming everything, which we don't mind. We don't care. You know, that's right, we are not sure. bothered. But it was like, right. are we? the most famous people that have ever famous. <laughs> exactly. And that's it's an, another gift of doing the show is it's like we get to inherit these greatest hits, right? Mm -hmm. And the audience treats us for that night as if they belong to us. And that is mm -hmm. a, a responsibility and it is a gift, but it is, 
you know, we are taking you on a ride through the Disney princesses sure, and some of their right. friends' greatest right. hits. And yeah, it is. It's like doing the Disney Princess Eras tour. I know that's a reference that will only last me another two months, but like, right. but it's what it feels like. And the audience receives it that way too. You know, everyone is reliving a different moment of their exactly. childhood or bringing right. up their child. And, and that's, it shouldn't have surprised me, but it still did that that that's reaction awesome. that I was so familiar with from America has been everywhere. Wow. Wow. Yeah, and I think you are right. Disney has the ability to connect so many different people. So you are really bringing together, like you said, countries, nations, all types of people. Do you want to be president? You might as well be at this point <laughs> with all the connections you make. Please, thank you. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'll stay. I'll I'll be president of the Princesses Harmony. Is that's enough responsibility? I like for me. Okay. I like well, <laughs> quite an honor, and I'm sure well deserved as well. Oh my god! So. And we did the show in. I went to supervise the show in Brazil, where it was mm -hmm. performed completely in Portuguese. Portuguese, and I was in Sao Paulo for 10 days and that was really incredible and surreal to watch you know what I mean just oh, to watch wow. people take the show and do it in another language but sure. it's like the core of what you built with your friends and there it is and also that even only some of them spoke English but that because it's music we could still talk to each other oh, sure. and I could be like mm -hmm. straight over and they would knew what I was saying and we yes. got to rehearse oh, and wow. I felt so much love for them and they felt that for me back even though we could only sometimes communicate you know, through singing to each sure. other. It was, oh, wow. That was really that emotional. Amazing. And what am I doing? Yeah. But you know, as a music director, though, that is, you know, part of your job to make those musical connections and to really speak that language. But you also get to make some bold choices. Now, when I think of Disney, I think of the villain songs. To me, the villain songs are so top tier. But when we think of the princesses, we tend to think of heroes. We're not thinking about the villains. But at the concert, I know when I went, that Mother Gothel song, oh, Annalisa, she tore it up. Oh, she sure, tore it yeah. up. She tore yeah. it up. So, you know, when we're thinking about Disney Princess, the concert, we're thinking about the songs. And you mentioned about this villain's melody. And, you know, for a show like this, that may seem odd to some people. So why, as music director, were these some important choices for you to make? Yeah, um, I think... I think when it, we were very inspired by how well Mother Knows Best went across mm -hmm. in the last tour. Um, I wanted to uh, feature the prince a little bit more, honestly. I wanted to give him, because he's another Broadway star that's with us. And right. you know, it is Princess the Concert, but you know, rather than singing three halves of songs, I wanted to give him a little something mm -hmm. meatier to do. And so, but I will say, because we love Mother Knows Best, Mother Knows Reprise, Mother Knows Best Reprise did make it into this show, which is very exciting. Ooh, yes. With someone I, new, maybe. Yes, even darker, more mysterious. Yeah, we'll see. Um, oh, wow, okay. Oh, you're not going to let us, oh, that's okay. That's okay. Oh, it's okay. But actually, enough. I should say, for March 16th, if people come to the Fox, you will see Alyssa Fox, as a matter of fact, um, in wow. St. Louis, who um, is finishing her run as Alphaba on March 3rd. She was- I was just about to say that. Mm -hmm. Is she Alphaba right now? Mm -hmm. She's the 20th anniversary Alphaba, and she also was the standby for Elsa on Broadway. Um, so that is that is a voice. That is, that is a belter. But also yes. I rehearsed with her the other day, and she secretly sings soprano like beautifully. So you'll see, she'll do the big Snow White run at the beginning of the classic Princess Medley, and you'll be like, why oh does Alphaba gosh. have that? What is she doing with that? Um, wow. she's an incredible singer. Range. Um, incredible range. person. The range, exactly. Yes. Um, yeah. But yeah, you'll see there's, you know, we got some Ursula, some Jafar. Love it. Know. 
some Scar, maybe. Scar's a little outside of the family, but you know what? We do Nala in Act 1, so I'm like, we've decided Lion King is canon for us, so Scar gets to sneak in. <laughs> well, that's good. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited for this. But I'll let we, we talked about it, and I'll make sure that I'll get it correct this time, but now being the fairy god fairy of Disney yes. Princess, the concert, it must mean that you're a dude with wings that takes care of the Disney princesses musically Anyway, can you share with us how you gained that wonderful nickname, There Must Be a Story? Yeah, of course. Well, funny enough, we talked about how old the show is. So in 2015, <laughs> we, Laura and I were writing the first script for Broadway Princess Party back when it was Cinderella talking to Aurora, and mm -hmm. which is kind of illegal, but you know, we it doesn't exist anymore, <laughs> so it's okay. But uh, it was a parody as well. Uh, and so, but it felt like I was just Benji and that didn't seem right. You know, it's like if mm -hmm. everyone else is elevated, like, right. what, what should I be? And exactly. I was like, well, fairy godfather, especially at the time, it was 10 years ago almost. You know, I was I was younger then, um, <laughs> and so it didn't feel. I was like, I can't be a fairy godfather. That doesn't no, make any sense. And I was no. like, well, what's? And of course, me in the head, I was like, what is? What is the campiest thing I could be? For and sure. I was like, what if I was a fairy god fairy? And she said, and we looked at, we we're like, is that? Can we say that? And I was like, you know what? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a, you know, it's, yes. it's, it's a lovely little pun. And I was like, if I'm calling yes. myself that, then that's fabulous. <laughs> and. Aww. I really thought it would be the first thing that died when we signed the deal with Disney. I was like, mm. we did our show March 1st, 2020, and I said, RIP, Fairy God Fairy. Um, <laughs> but no. they really understood. They never had a problem with it. Exactly. It was They really understood. I get to be the framing story of Disney Princess sure. the Concert, which mm -hmm. is, you know, when you, when you enter the show, I'm sort of the cold open, and you mm -hmm. meet me, and I talk about how... I used to play with princess dolls at the piano when I was younger and mm -hmm. that I dreamed of playing for real princesses one day and this is mm -hmm. my life now. Wow, and I talk about being yeah. lonely and a little bullied when I was younger. And so mm -hmm. they were so supportive of that being our way sure. into the story, actually. Absolutely. That it's not yeah. just girls in dresses. It's it's about the way that the kindness and compassion of these characters sure. resonates across the board, you know, with yes. people who feel othered, yes. you know, you almost feel like that exactly. Ariel doll is your friend, you know, mm -hmm. You're, right. not almost. I mean, my talking Ariel doll, Flounder, don't be such a guppy. I was like, okay, girl, I'll be brave. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, see? Um, yes, yes. Yeah, and so... Representation and Exactly, everything. and so and you would think they would just be like, don't do that, or maybe let's come up with another name for you. But they were like, no, we love that you that. are the center of this. Yeah. Exactly. We support that. Great. Now, once in a while, we go to other countries and we temper it a little bit just, right. to, just to make sure that, like, it little. is... Because I want the message to come across, right? Exactly. And so... You know, it, obviously I do inflame people depending on what state we're in at different times, but I don't know. It's, you always want to be, I always, we always try to monitor what the culture of a certain place can take at a sure. certain time, mm -hmm. because I'm always going to be authentically myself up there. Exactly. But if me yes. getting up and saying, I am fairy god fairy playing with dolls is a step too far for your culture. That's okay. Mm -hmm. Because right. me being up there with the girls as their friend and being myself is already giving a really strong statement about sure. what these characters mean to people. Exactly, exactly. But in America, yeah. baby, oh, it's perfection. fairy god fairy all the way every that's day. That's right, it's all fair here. That was perfection, <laughs> you go, well, yeah. You know, you taking on so many hats, fairy god fairy, musical director, everything else, but you're also a vocal coach at the end of the day. So, yeah. you know, as you're going on all these tours, you're working with all the ladies, how do you keep yourself and everybody else in check, first of all, no, I'm kidding. How do you keep yourself healthy as you're going on tour and, and in top tip vocal shape 
Totally. I mean, for the girls, you know, everything is about sleep, you know, and as you know, from talking to the other girls, we do sleep on the bus um, about mm -hmm. six nights a week. Uh, and so, you know, making sure that like nobody shames anybody for sleeping in Ariel Jacobs and I used to sleep the latest on the bus and I would shame anyone who had anything to say about it. <laughs> because you got to do what you got to do to keep your body mm -hmm. in good shape. A lot of the mm -hmm. girls would work out during the day, I would go walking for about an hour and a half just to see where I was every day as mm -hmm. long as the weather was nice. Generally, before sound check, I often would warm up the girls. We would do a warm up with me at the piano, or sometimes they would do the warm up tape in their dressing room, but they generally warm up their voices every day. And I try to encourage them. A, a British music director on Broadway said this to me once. He said, sing with the voice you have today, not the voice you had yesterday, not the voice you want tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And that is really how we try to approach the show every day because you just never know if you're extra dehydrated one day, the beginning of the show might be harder for you. Or if you, we had a bumpy bump bump on the road, you know, and it was mm -hmm. a tough night, um, you know, that day might be a little trickier. And the hope is that we all support each other and take care of each other through it. And um, I always say that doing the show is amazing. It's like the most fun part of anything. It's like, it's Great. fun yes. every day. Sometimes the job is just getting yourself on stage and that can right. be just get finding the energy, finding mm -hmm. the balance within yourself to be like, I've been sleeping on a bus for six weeks. Right. I really don't have yes. it. But as soon as you're out there and you see, you know, the people our age and their princess regalia, you see the little girls and their princess regalia. Yes. You're like, this is how, who could ask for anything more? We do enjoy when people sing along. It is a, it is a good vibe for us. And our sound mixer makes sure he keeps writing those audio levels so that we do feel like a cross between a pop concert in a Broadway thing, but awesome. we want you to know that you are with us. You know, it's not yes. like we are doing the story and we don't see you. Like we see all of you and we want you involved. And that makes yes. us feel so good. Yes. Okay, great. so you well, must have saw me in Peoria really screaming and singing. <laughs> oh my God, you were who was giving it to me in Peoria. <laughs> I remember Peoria because that whole night I was thinking about Courtney Reed's uh, well, her fiance now, but his family was there, and I was very like, "Oh, I really, I've got to be good for it. We got to make sure this is fancy." Like, sure, yes. <laughs> and also, Peoria. I always think about the musical. Um, it's on the town, right? Where it's um, uh, the character that Jay Armstrong John played, Johnson played, is from Peoria, and it just he sings about it, and that's just always what I think of. Yeah, oh, well, it's it. that it's that Broadway or that show axiom. If it plays in Peoria, you know, if it plays in Peoria, I know they always say you know, that. And listen, right. I think it played in Peoria, right? Like, yes, what do you think? It played all of our friends. I wasn't able to go, but yes, it played well. It played yeah. well. It it did. Wait, I forget. Did you the see rest us at D23? Were you at the D23? I think Brent was, was at D23. There, yes. Yeah. I Fine. was I was there, you know, so that was right. Amazing, amazing. Well, okay, now we have to bring it back just a little bit, but you hold a master's degree in orchestral conducting from the University of Central Florida. Now, I attended UCF. Go Knights. Go Knights. Now, now when I was a student at UCF with Walt Disney World, right around the corner, actually about 45 minutes or so, don't talk about, you know, I-4 traffic, but anyway, it was a little bit before that was crazy. Mm -hmm. But anyway, it's, uh, it's 45 minutes or so away. I would spend some quality time at Walt Disney World I would say, I mean, a Disney World annual pass or college meal plan. Um, can you guess which one I chose? No, seriously. <laughs> yes, seriously. But you that's where you went to your master's. But um, did you spend some time exploring the parks and places at Walt Disney World when you were uh, a grad student at UCF? Yes, of course. I spent a good mm -hmm. amount of time in the parks, especially because, you know, doing what I do, playing the piano, I was always helping girls and guys get ready for their auditions oh, sure. there, right. which yeah. meant that when they booked the gig, they were like, come to the park, whatever. And I was 
like, don't tempt me with a good time. Oh, so I wow, was always yeah. getting, you know, signed in, however you say, I was always that people's guest casting. Like, I didn't pay, you know what I mean? Ever. That's good. Was... So you got to eat. You didn't, you got to have the meal plan and go to Disney. See, that would have been perfect. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Exactly. All you have to do is teach a bunch of Ariels how to sing Party World and Voyage to the Little Mermaid and you are good to go exactly. for Exactly. Oh, well, <laughs> see, you, you had that down. That was You great. cracked the code. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So go ahead, B. Well, you know, we also want to talk about some of the things uh, you're up to as well, because, you know, you do so much. I don't know how you keep it together. I'm just even like, man, I could barely go to work and go home every day. But I know you co-founded a songwriting competition and you work on other projects as well. We talked about Wish a little bit and a few other things. So outside of Disney Princess, the concert, what else are you up to? Yeah, mm -hmm. so tangentially related, I'm about to go on about like a week and a half tour with Jeremy Jordan, the star of right. um, Broadway's oh, Newsies, sure. but also <laughs> Varian and Tangled the series. Um, so we're about to play some dates in Colorado and California for about a week and a half um, before he goes to star in Great Gatsby on Broadway, um, mm -hmm. which is very exciting. So that is definitely, that's what like the next 11 days are. Wow. And then I sort of have like about two days at home and then we start this tour. Wow. Um, and yes. yeah, that's, um, and right out loud, the songwriting. Yes. Yeah, it is. And the songwriting competition I do um, is currently open. Uh, submissions are open until March 1st. It's called Write Out Loud. And it's uh, basically a competition that seeks to empower up and coming songwriters. And basically, people are allowed to submit any kind of song, but we especially, you know, love theater songs or pop songs that tell a story. And uh, if for the competition, basically, we pick three to five winners to have Broadway stars record their songs with a band in New York. And then we pick about another eight to 10 songs for a concert in New York City. And we, you know, we love to champion those writers. We post the videos. It was that with um, Taylor Louderman, who was Broadway's Regina George. Yes. She was nominated for that. Yes. She just, when she was in Mean Girls, she wanted to use her platform for good. And we've been lucky enough that the first year we did it, a song called Little Miss Perfect went viral. And that's the, the contest has been able to have a good amount of notoriety and keep going. We get about 500 submissions of songs every year. So if anybody's listening um, who wants to submit their song, that is Write Out Loud contest. And yeah, we would love to hear your song and maybe even love to record your song. It's very exciting and how oh, wow. you get yeah. some lovely exposure. It's really, it's, it was such a selfless idea she had. And I'm so honored to have been able to support it for, um, we're in our sixth year now, I want to say. Awesome. Wow. Well, that, what an opportunity. Well, you had mentioned, okay, so you had mentioned your involvement with the recent Disney animated film, Wish. Can you share any fun stories about working with that cast with oh Ariana DeBose, Chris Pine, or Alan Tudyk? Mm -hmm. I'm like, so know. most of my work was with Ariana, but um, with uh, Gabo, John, I did do one session on this Wish reprise with him when they realized you could see his character and they needed his voice laid down. Oh, wow. Um, uh -huh. My favorite story because this is the first day I recorded in the movie, was uh, the weekend we recorded, or we recorded this wish. Uh, so, uh, well, you were at Destin, or you were at D23 in 2022. Yeah, so right, I was yes. brought to California for <laughs> twofold. This is how big Disney is, right? So I was set, I was doing Disney Princess the concert on Sunday, mm -hmm. and I had a meeting with Disney Animation, I don't know, maybe six weeks before. And they're like, have you heard of D23? And I was like, the thing that I'm headlining? Sure. <laughs> like, uh, yes, <laughs> yes oh, I have. Yes. I, I will I be have. there, Thank actually. You. And they're like, yes. oh. And they had brought me on to, because Ariana was premiering the song. And so they had brought yes. me on to oh, culture gosh, to get her ready Chills. to um, yes. 
to feel comfortable to do that right. in front of people for the first time. And then because we had some new lyrics that we were premiering that day, they wanted me to stay with her to record the new lyrics to the song on Monday. And so, you know, that weekend, it's like Thursday, we rehearse. Friday, she slaughters the song. It's amazing. I slaughter, I mean, like slaughter, yes, like slay. It's right, like, in it's a good incredible. Way. Like, it was, it was incredible. I was and so great production values too. It was just perfection. It was just what the audience is there for. Absolutely. Thank you. I mean, what a wild moment. You know what I mean? Uh, they, they were it's, so, like, to, it's like, a good energy in that room, isn't there? It's an amazing energy, but to also be like, to playing Asha, Ariana DeBose, you know, and it's like everyone was so excited she was doing it. And then to have her premiere this song a year before anybody was going to hear it again, mm -hmm. you know, it was... Wow. It was wild and she was so bold and brave and she really mm -hmm. she really crushed that moment and the writers were all there all the filmmakers were there and so monday morning it's the emmys we're going to the emmys that night and so at, we start recording at 8 30 in the morning and ariana's out of she decides she wants to do vocals first like she had decided let's do singing first i will do script and then around like 12 one o'clock we have to go into glam for the emmys and what we think is going to happen is we're doing two lines of the verse of this wish, you know, um, what were the new lines? Open their eyes to all the lies then. Would they change their minds like I did? That was a rewrite. Mm -hmm. And um, oh, this is where we've been, but it's not where we belong. And I may be young, but I know I'm not wrong. Those were just wow. two rewrites. And they're in the beginning okay. of the song, like easy, you know, no problem. Mm -hmm. Easy, yes. Yeah, but everyone is <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah. you know, but everyone is so thrilled with how well she does at this performance on Friday mm -hmm. that we get there. I get to there to the morning. I'm there earlier than her because she, <laughs> well, we'll get to that. I'm there earlier okay, than her. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, you guys, you were so good on Friday. You were so good on Friday. We think we should just go from the top and redo the whole song. I'm like, oh, I mean, it's 8.30 okay. in the morning, but like, oh, oh. Wow. Um, <laughs> and Ariana texts me. <laughs> And she's like, I didn't realize what time it was when I was leaving this party last night. Like, I, oh, I don't know gosh. that I have a voice today. And oh, I was like, no. oh, no, no, not my first day, girl. Like, yes, they so right. like it's this. important to you, but it's important to me. I know. In my world. Like, yeah. Great. Great. OK, OK, OK. Um, and so, and, you know, and it's early, early, early. And of course, I'm like, we're stalling. You know, it's a little, a little early. I'm talking with Julia Michaels, who's worked with, you know, all of my favorites, Brittany, Selena, Justin. And I don't know why it comes up. But we're like, who was your favorite concert or your first concert? And I'm like, the Spice Girls. And she says, oh, mine was Brittany. You know, of course, then we're like, which tour? She's like, oops, I did it again. Oh, tour. Sure. We're talking about her singing live while right. dancing. And I'm like, pretend you don't know as much as you know. Pretend you don't know as much as you know. You know, man, like, don't say anything lame, Ben. Don't do it. Oh, um, see. Which I didn't, thank God. But Ari sure gets there, no. you know, she gets her tea. And I'm like, can we just have 10 minutes to go warm up at the piano? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and oh, we sit down and we start warming up. And it's, it's OK. It's not going badly and about four minutes into the warm-up the voice enters the building it's yes. like oh, wow it's miraculous and like seven oh, minutes sure. later she sounds like herself and it was the best thing that could have happened actually because to everyone on the other side watching i looked like a miracle worker awesome. it's just Ari well, was just incredible okay. you know but yeah. it was like i looked like i had the magic touch and it was just really luck and the fact that she was just jet lagged enough that 8 30 a.m was really 11 30 to her Oh, well, sure. Oh, that's, you know? well, that's the good singing hour. Yeah. But so, but we were still like, we were, we were worried, but so we're recording, we do, they're like, let's just start from the top of the song and go. I was like, how about we just do 
the lines at the beginning. Let's just get the little punches of the new parts mm -hmm. of the song. Mm -hmm. You know, it's the nice, easy part of the song. Let's just get that first. Make right. sure you like it, and yeah. then we'll do it. And so she keeps warming up as it goes. She sounds great. It's, like, really lovely. And then the moment of truth comes, you know, where they're like, okay, let's let's just do some takes and see what happens. You know, they right. lower the lights. Oh, wow. And, oh, sure. you know, she has the lights. And we have the... On the screen, they're playing the storyboards of the sequence. So it's like mm -hmm. the hand-drawn versions. And it was unbelievable. I mean, she started singing and it was like Asha just came out of her face. And it was, Aww. it was, and she was soaring and it was nine in the morning and she was belting for her face. And like, it was unbelievable. We did two takes and I'm, I'm proud enough to say that a lot of what you hear in the movie is actually from those two oh. takes. Wow. Is, is she is incredible. She that is, is incredible. And it was truly, and then So Nuts, she did dialogue for the next two and a half hours. They started with the lines that the talking Asha doll says, which I think is so funny. Like oh, the script wow. was like barely sure. recorded, but she had to be like, welcome to, I come to Rosas, like leave by the kingdom of wishes. Sure. And it's like well, the plot you know. changed so many times since whatever they were recording that day, but sure. everything the doll said works. And that doll, I bought it for Jeremy Jordan's daughter and it says what we recorded that Aww. day. I was like, you were there. That's amazing. Consumer That's product. an incredible story. And we did two wow. hours, and then we went to the Emmys. That's what we did sure, that day. Of course. <laughs> what a way to that wrap was up a day. day. And I got that to meet Selena Gomez. She was seated right by us at the Emmys. And I got to be like, I was like, after an hour, I was like, okay, Aria, I'm ready to go meet her. I can do this. Because she was my right. one like request, you know. Sure, sure. Yeah. You know, and so we went yeah. over and I got to be like, we get to be like, oh, we were recording with Julia Michaels today on the Disney movie. And she's like, oh, I love Julia. She's my secret weapon. How was that? And we got to like talk as peers in the industry, sure, which we yes. absolutely are not peers in the industry. Yes. But for That's that day, okay. honey, it was it was no, rich. Absolutely. No, no, no. That's well, we need amazing. to be coming with you next time. I know. <laughs> I know. So that, well, is, that is my yes. favorite wish story because that is, Thank you I will that. never have a day as good as that. You know what I mean? And That's it was like, great day. and it was after D23 weekend. That was the day after oh Princess was at D23 where we did it for wow. 7,000 Disney fans. And I helped Jody with her, um, a Christmas Carol panel where she did When Love Is Gone. I helped her with that. You oh, know, it was wow. just, what just... a time. What, you know. Oh, well, I hope you're involved in the next D23, the ultimate fan event, which will be coming around this summer at, 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 in Anaheim. I plan on being there Good. again. So it's, very it's excited on my calendar. I plan on being there. I plan on being there. We'll see. Well, I will look for you and I yes. will say hello if that is okay. I love it. Yes, we have to that take was pictures. Okay. I was going to say, oh get pictures gosh. together. Make it yes. <laughs> well, oh my gosh, the time you have given us so many wonderful stories. We could be here for another 27 hours. I am absolutely positive. I know. But I'm we a want talker. To Sorry, I'm your a time. No, You're that's so nice. great. Oh my gosh. Well, you, could, you have plenty to talk about and it's all extremely worthwhile and wonderful but we need to you know let's back up just a little bit for disney princess the concert will begin its tour on march 5th and it runs into june you're all over the world well you're all over the midwest anyway i'm like going that's a lot of bus but you're gonna it's gonna be good we'll make it your we'll make it worthwhile because we the disney fans especially here in the midwest since we don't get to go to the parks as much so you are going to have some very serious disney fans so here centrally in central illinois you're uh, going to be playing at the Sangamon Auditorium, mm -hmm. and that's going to be March 6th. You're also at Fabulous Fox in St. Louis, which is March 16th, with two performances, uh, 2 p.m. and 7.30 p.m. Oh, my gosh, a twofer. That 
is going to be tough, but it, but wonderful. And your audiences oh, will love you. We love a two show day because, you know, the 2 p.m. It's, you know, it's the kids and their little outfits. I mean, it's the full family. But, the you know, the late show is when the Disney adults come. And that's when sure. it's really Oh, the that's Disney adults. That's when it's really fun. A term mm. of endearment as far as I am concerned. Oh, please. You know? I am one. You know what I mean? It's Absolutely. Like, that's yes. I'm like, God, there's no shade there. Adult, you can please. say whatever yeah. you want. I'm like going, we represent. But, yes, but it's, but so all of, for our listening audience, you can check your local listings, do a Google search, and you will find Disney Princess the Concert. And you will be sure, get your tickets, go, you know, if it's in, if it's in, you know, just go on their tour, you yeah. know, follow them throughout the, the Midwest or wherever you are. I plan on it. I plan on doing that. Yeah. But, oh, my I will gosh. say we did collect all of our dates. Um, if you go to broadwayprincessparty.com, our old site, all the dates are there. But also if you're a Facebook person, Disney Concerts has all the different dates and uh, links to the Thank tickets you. there. Ooh, well, that's perfection. Perfect. Thank you for Wait, that. Wait, friends, I know, I know we're trying to wrap me up, but I feel like you do a rapid fire section. I feel like we should do Oh, it. my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Now Why, that sure, we yes. know really listen now, yes. Oh, oh my no. gosh. We do rapid fire, yes. Oh, my gosh. Well, if you have time for that, we have I time I have time. If that. you have time, I have time. Let's oh, absolutely. Yes. Okay, okay. Well, Brett, now, I'll let you take it away, then. This okay, is I'm, this is going to be completely <laughs> off the cuff, but I know a little bit of Disney. So... Favorite Disney animated film, and you can do a classic, and you can do a newer one, or you can oh, do them all. The Little Mermaid, nineteen eighty nine, which is right oh, in the middle, right? That's absolutely check. easy. Yes, the Renaissance <laughs> begins. Okay, so let's see. Favorite, okay, favorite Disney. Well, let's go to the parks for a moment. So, favorite Disney snack, Disney park snack. Um, a Dole Whip float, pineapple. You know, yes. awesome. You know, with the juice. Okay. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, since we like controversy here on Beyond the Mouse, are you a for or against the turkey leg? Or you want to be Switzerland oh, and listen, just stay I'm, right in the middle? I am pro-turkey leg, but you do have to be okay. cautious about when you have it in the day. Or, you know, if I get to split it with my dad, that's good. It just feels it is more food than I can do, right? right? And so it's just, and I feel horrible just like leaving it behind, not eating it. Yeah. So if my dad's around to help me through it, then... Though, do you think it's a true? Do you think it's is it really an emu leg? That's the I other thing. I don't think so. I don't think so. That's, it's that's just the, a big that's old the turkey. urban legend. I know. I don't. You know. I don't know for well, sure. Well, well our co-host that is not here, yeah. Vanessa, she will, will love that. you for that. Well, Cindy so, Winters so you... gave us some good advice though. She said bring a Ziploc bag and put that turkey leg in a Ziploc bag and use it for your salad later. So we may need to start doing it. There better be on our on our tour bus this fall or this fall this spring. What am I saying? There better be some turkey leg after we go to the park. There better be some turkey leg in the refrigerator. That'll be good. <laughs> okay, good, good. Okay, so favorite um, favorite Disney attr park attraction? Tower of Terror. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Tower of Terror or the other iterations? No, Tower the of Terror. Okay. I, I'm not an Avengers girly. It's just okay. I've been, seen any of the movies so for me okay. i'm like my dad yeah. is that guy who watches like the twilight zone marathon oh, sure, every yeah. Eve. so like for me it's the tower of terror but yeah it, all the way tower of terror. i mean i will okay. go on the other one don't get me wrong i love the ride but the theming of tower of terror is more my speed oh it is it is amazing theming okay uh let's see with rapid fire i need to find another one let's hey, see do, do something controversial since we're talking about disney princess the concert who's your favorite disney princess Ooh, um all 13 princesses but <laughs> um <laughs> but especially but ariel i'm an ariel uh, girl. 
That's yeah. good. That's amazing. Because I'm really, Any... I'm a flounder. Energetically, like, I am flounder. Oh, That's really... I love flounder. I love flounder, too. And if you know, you know. We'll tell you about that later. But anyway, uh, <laughs> let's see. We love oh, pre-Ozempic flounder. We love flounder from the 80s before his weight loss, okay? Yes. I'm yeah, looking well, on that one. <laughs> we like, um, we okay. like flounder chubby and yellow is what we do. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, have you, you been yeah, chubby and yellow? Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, okay. I have, okay. Have you been to the Disney parks around the world? Is there, is there a Disney park that you can't wait to see? Um, I really hope I get to see, I've never been to Tokyo Disney, so I get very excited about that. And, yes. um, and I almost got to go to Paris in November with Ariana, but we couldn't quite okay. figure out the flights. But so I had this close call with Paris and I still haven't been. It is will so, happen. Yeah, I, 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 so. I, beyond the, beyond the mouse, uh, podcast behind the scenes, <laughs> I went to Tokyo Disneyland last <sighs> November for the first time. And I don't want to say it's life changing, but it was perfect and everything you've heard oh my is. gosh i can't wait so i'm so great. jealous you know the other cast of disney princess the concert that's doing the asia leg they get to go and i'm Aww. so jealous but i'm hoping oh, that use your you miles know, you know but i'm also trying to make sure you know they're getting them ready to do a great job so that they have us back in japan and then next time i get to go exactly <laughs> see that you got right well, there they do love your disney oh this has been such a treat and a joy and i can't thank you enough Benji. <laughs> so Craig has a question that he that he often asks. Is there a question that you're you do all these interviews? Is there a question that you rarely are asked or is there something that you just like to, as Craig would say, put out in the world? I will say I think the most important lesson I've learned from the princesses over time is just really that leading with kindness will take you anywhere and everywhere. And, you know, being a person people want to be around because you have a good attitude will get you way further in life than being the best piano player in the world, which I'm not, or the best vocal arranger in the world, which I'm not. But I'm someone who brings good energy into the room and helps people feel good about themselves. And that absolutely you know, that is, I'm very lucky that that has been my lot in life, that that has taken me everywhere. And I get to be around some of the best people ever, you know, I'm so grateful for the family I have on the road with me, um, for my family here in Massachusetts too, but for all of the women who have made this music, I think Disney chooses very special people to play these characters actually. And so to be able to be surrounded by them all the time is the gift of a lifetime. And I- amazing will cherish these this chapter of my life forever and I hope it goes on as long as we can I hope I'm a, absolutely I'm, I hope I'm a you know 65 year old fairy god fairy talking yes, about playing with dolls absolutely. when I was five still <laughs> yes well that's wonderful thank you so much for joining us today it has been an absolute pleasure and we look forward to seeing you on tour yes please, everybody come everybody come absolutely. bring age of six to six thousand you know what I'm saying and even absolutely. younger if you think they'll like it <laughs> Yes. Absolutely. Well, thank Absolutely. you so much. Thank you. It's been awesome. Thank you. Oh my gosh, that was just amazing. And he gave us scoops. Yes. That, that I love that. So, so B, tell me, tell me, what was kind of your favorite part of our interview? Well, one thing I love about these interviews is you really get the time to really sit down with the person and hear their thought process behind mm -hmm. how things come into reality. Like mm -hmm. we got the from beginning to end from when it was, you know, just exactly. a one night concert right. to when Susan Egan got involved to how it's to the pandemic and how it kind of evolved then and how it is now. And a lot of times I don't think these people, you know, behind the scenes on stage, they get a time to really sit down and really reflect. Exactly. So hearing 
Benji reflect on those things and to see why we got Disney Princess the concert, I really, really enjoyed that. Also to hear that he is such a fan of the Little Mermaid and oh, Flounder yeah. and Ariel. That is so yes. cute. Yeah, that is, that's amazing. And no, he asked us to do a rapid fire. What? Absolutely. Yes. I'm and like that just going, shows that he listens. Oh my gosh. Oh, well, so beyond yeah, the Maybe he might've heard yeah. that we like to do that. Well, I'm glad that we had the chance yeah. to do that. Oh my gosh. It was just an amazing time. But if this is your first Beyond the Mouse podcast, please subscribe wherever you find podcasts. I would recommend some episodes that have our interviews with Annalise Vanderpool, Susan Egan, and Cindy Winters, who have been part of Disney Princess, the concert. But you can also follow us on social media, Beyond the Mouse. And I'd really like to highlight our Beyond the Mouse podcast pals group on Facebook because, well, that's where some of the tea lives. That's anyway, the place to be. Yes. And that's where we can interact with all of our episodes. So for Beyond the Mouse, I'm Brett. And I'm B. And we will see you in the front row of the concert of yes. Disney Princess the concert yes i can't wait to see susan egan and just sit up there and sing to her as she's singing to be me amazing absolutely yes. see you all there